Shameless Media. wondered if someone's having an affair, if their money is a little suspicious, or if the rumours about their family are true. We think everybody is carrying around a secret. And this show, well, it's all about spilling them. Welcome to Everybody Has a Secret. My name is Annabelle Lee. I'm your host and ultimate secret sharer. Producer Eilish Gilligan is sitting to my left. Uh, hello, Eilish. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and opposite me today is my co-host, the podcast queenie herself, Tony Lodge. Oh my God. Podcast queen. Podcast like queenie. Oh my a God. Spotify podcast oh. queenie. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to plug? Tony and Ryan on, yes. on Spotify, if you'd like to listen. Thank you. That's where I've come from. I live there and now I live here today. But I'm sure everybody listening already knows who you are because A, Tony and Ryan slays. Oh. And B, you've been here before. You're I have been back. Here. When I got the email, sorry, should I make it sound more interesting? When I got the homing pigeon um, <laughs> asking me to come again, I was like, oh my God. We I were, passed the audition. We were desperate to get you back. <laughs> you were the 18th person we called. My no friend. one else was interested. My, my phrasing of that sentence was horrendous. We were desperate, Tony. We, we needed so, somebody. We just needed anyone. But the podcast actually already started and we just had to get you at the last minute. Oh. No, no, we were desperate to get you back because we had so much fun with you last time. Especially, Tony, during the games because you not only slay at podcasting, but you slay at games. Thank you. <laughs> I love the games. Well, we are about to play one called Fill It. Fillet. Fillet. Fillet a fish. <laughs> My favourite Mac I is water, to be honest. I love a fillet of fish. So tasty. People that hate a fillet of fish, which I'm seeing Eilish making a face right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basic. Though Eilish is, Eilish is vegan, so I feel like she gets a pass. Okay. Well, that, okay. Well, well, now I just sound like an asshole. <laughs> No, no, that's so fine. I'm basic. I'll own that. <laughs> but like, if they had a vegan version of the filet fish, I'm sure you you get around that. Vegan fish? Oh I no! Don't know about that. Oh no! And already we are off track. <laughs> I, was, I was about to explain this game, and then I just started talking about macas, which is definitely that was my fault. It was our fault. <laughs> we are a team here, <laughs> guys. Here is how fillet works. Our producers have crowdsourced real stories from the Everybody Has a Secret community. This week, our producers are asked the listeners to answer the question, what is the biggest lie you've ever told? Producer Eilish, you're going to read out some of the best listener responses, but with a twist. You've removed some of the key words. <gasps> it is our mission, Tony, to fill in those blanks together. It's like ad-libs. Yes! Or, no, mad-libs. Mad-libs. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Eilish, are you ready to kick us off? I am so ready. All right, number one. I made up an entire blank. I made up an entire... Baby. Baby. Relationship. Annabelle, you kind of got it. The answer is boyfriend. Oh, <gasps> we've oh, all done that. Yeah. <laughs> we've tell all me, done Tell that. me something I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that mine? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I never get these right. That felt good. That felt good. And you I just look re really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Pat on the back. <laughs> okay, number two. I told everyone at school my best friend blank mortifying how long I kept up the lie. 
my initial instinct is died. Yeah. Is that morbid? I mean, yes, but (laughs) I feel like I've heard lies on this podcast before and it does fit the brief. Otherwise, like, shat herself or, like, (laughs) or something like, you know what I mean? Like, something like, oh, my God, did you know that she shat herself? And everyone's like, (gasps) drama. Shat herself is two words, though, and we're looking for one word, Tony. Shat herself. (laughs) (laughs) I think we lock in died. 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 Well done. Yay. I mean, not yay. I don't want a yay (laughs) situation. No, it was fake. It was fake. Okay, it was she, fake. She didn't really die. Exactly. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> okay, number three. I always tell women they didn't blank when they gave birth, even if they did. Shit, Shit herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Oh my <laughs> God. This must be like a doctor. Yeah, yes. so the answer was actually poop, which is a little poop. bit more G-rated, but yeah. sorry. Well, like, That's okay. <laughs> I think that that is just a really nice thing to do. I think there's like a viral TikTok and it's that woman who's like when women are giving birth and they're asking if they pooed and it's a midwife being like, no, you're doing so yeah. well. And she's like cleaning it yeah. up. And I was like, oh, That's really, no, it's just rainbows and butterflies yeah. down here. Yeah, you're all looking fantastic. <laughs> would you, if you ever had a kid, would you want your partner down there looking? Really random invasive question from no, me. No, not at all. Well, I don't want children, so I feel like I can answer this question and it has no consequence. Mm. I feel like probably not, Yeah, but I would understand the curiosity from him. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like so many people are like, oh, my modesty. But I'm like, hey, this is maybe the only time I'll do this. This might be the only opportunity you get to see that in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd also be a bit like, look what you did to me. You have to watch <laughs> <Yes>. this. <laughs> look what you're putting me through. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a really good yeah. point. Yeah. I was like about torture. You. Yeah. I think I'm on your side, Annabelle. I'd yeah. be like, look what you did. <laughs> yeah. You know? See, guys, I'm looking at it from a scientific perspective. <laughs> yeah, you are quite kind about it. <laughs> Oh, God. Eilish, are we ready for our next one? Yes. Number four. I found out the blank of both my children and didn't tell my partner. The gender. Yeah, the gender. It's got to be the gender. It is. That was pretty obvious. (laughs) (laughs) The species. (laughs) They're dolphins. We're so happy about it. The star song. (laughs) Oh, my God, a Virgo. Way. That's very funny. <laughs> Except surely you could work that out from the yeah. due date. <laughs> Some people aren't so, <laughs> so proud of you. <laughs> okay, last one. Mm-hmm. I have lied about having a blank. Oh, we've just been talking about babies, so my mind went to babies. Mine but I, too. Yeah. I've been lying about having a job. Oh, that's a good one. I've been lying about having a dog. <laughs> I've been lying about having a house. I think a job like, has been the best. Yeah. So far. Okay, oh, we're locking in job. We lock in if job. it's dog, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was actually child. You were, oh, you were along the right line. See, I just thought that I was in the wrong because yeah. I went to baby as well. A lot of secret babies, a lot of secrets yeah. around babies. Maybe babies are the problem. <laughs> just like the logistics of lying about having a child whether you lie that you do or don't have one yeah how did you ever watch glee yeah you know how in the first season will schuster's wife pretended she was pregnant yes yeah maybe it was like one of those situations that's a really funny example but yes (laughs) yeah i like to refer to most things going on in my life like find glee references glee glee (laughs) here's what you missed on glee (laughs) anyway (laughs) 
I have once again taken us completely off course. <laughs> Tony, let's get back on track because okay. it is time, as always, that we hear today's secret, mm. which producer Eilish will read out for us. Thank you, Anna. Take it away. Take it away. <laughs> okay. Ooh, we've got to open our letters. Yes, open your letters, please. Today's secret is from Abigail. Hi, guys. I think my sister's best friend is a compulsive liar. Ooh. Let me give you some background. Six years ago, my little sister Alexa met Olivia at college at university. Their friendship exploded like friendships do when you live on campus together. They went from strangers to living together, partying together and spending every waking second together. I never really warmed to Olivia. I have always been close to my little sister. We've always been really similar. We like the same things and until Olivia, gravitate towards the same people. Olivia is different to anyone else Alexa has ever been close with. She is loud and kind of obnoxious and constantly the center of attention. Mostly though, I've just never really believed anything she said. I felt like every story was exaggerated or embellished or to be honest, just a downright lie. It started small. She'd say she'd eaten at restaurants. It was obvious she'd never visited or holidayed in places I knew she had never been. Whenever I would point it out to Alexa, she'd just laugh it off and say it didn't matter and that I was taking it all a bit too seriously. Was it really the end of the world that Olivia had pretended she'd eaten at the city's best restaurants? I guess not. Incrementally, over the years, the lies have been getting worse. For example, Olivia was a bit slower to finish her university degree than Alexa. After Alexa had graduated and started working full time, Olivia pretended for an entire year that she was still completing her university degree. Keep in mind, by this point, Olivia and Alexa had moved out together into a share house and still spent all their time together. That means every evening over dinner, Olivia would lie to Alexa about going to classes, sitting exams and making friends at uni when she had actually dropped out the year before. It all unraveled when Alexa bumped into an old mutual friend who mentioned that Olivia was no longer enrolled at uni. Alexa naturally found it odd. However, after Olivia got emotional and explained she was insecure about the fact everyone had graduated before her and she was lost about what she wanted to do, Alexa forgave the lie. Now though, I worry the lies are becoming extreme. A couple of months ago, Olivia says her auntie died. She was inconsolable for weeks, but I'd never heard her mention this auntie once. Neither had Alexa. In the wake of her death, Olivia decided she wanted to find some meaning in it all and has told everyone she is going to set up a charity to raise awareness about what she died of. I'm going to keep the illness private just to keep the secret anonymous. Oh, so it's obviously like a quite um, uncommon. Okay, yep. She's set up a GoFundMe page and already has $1,000 in donations. But here's the thing. I am not convinced Olivia had an auntie that died, nor am I convinced that she will be spending the GoFundMe money on, quote, setting up a charity. The GoFundMe page doesn't even have a photo of this auntie. It's a random stock photo of two people holding hands. Oh, no. I really don't want Alexa to donate, but Olivia is on her back about it. What do I do? I feel like we all 
know a person like this a hundred percent that you can often sense they're lying but you have like no real hard evidence to prove it or it's weird stuff like the restaurants right right at the beginning she said oh she's always going to the best restaurants then she's like well does it really matter if she's lying about that but my thing is why is Olivia so the lying friend why is she even like is it to make herself feel more interesting or like you know I often wonder about the psychology of people that feel like they need to do that like do you feel really insecure like what's the root of someone actually being that way and when Alexa said she's lying about eating at these restaurants it's not the end of the world I was like but it is but it's, it's not just the end of the world, wish. but it's like, it's a huge indicator of the kind of person she is. Mm-hmm. The fact that she can so easily lie about things that aren't important. Yeah, it's like so insignificant and doesn't really make you think more of someone. But like, if you said to me, I've never been to a restaurant, I wouldn't go, oh. I'd be like, oh, you should go. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you would never judge someone for having not done that thing. Yeah. The whole point of like human connection is to just be honest about things. Like how are you supposed to actually get to know someone if you just keep lying? Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting a bit angry as you can tell. <laughs> a bit invested. There is a lot here to break down at Tony and we will do all of that right after the break. Okay, Tony, we are back from break. Let's break it down. As we mentioned before the break, we were kind of saying that the restaurant lie in itself is kind of a big deal. I think so too. Especially in the context of everything. But Mm. even without the other stuff, I feel like if I could sense a friend was lying like this, it would be so frustrating and a bit like gaslighty. You'd have these niggling feelings in your tummy, but Mm. you just feel like unable to grasp what's real and what's not. That Mm. in itself is a huge warning sign for me. I think, like you said before, if you can very easily lie about something small, like what else do you lie? Like if you settle from like, does this look okay? And they go, yeah, and it maybe doesn't. And then you're like, oh, you're obviously trying to protect my feelings. But lying about other things, I'm like, yeah, if you can lie about that, like what else is there? Do we think that there's a possibility that because up until that point, like the first couple of chunks of this letter, I was like, maybe Abigail is just being a protective, potentially jealous sister that Alexa's got this friend, Olivia, that they're super close with. Potentially the restaurant thing is true. Maybe Olivia is super bougie and is eating at all these restaurants. Like, is there a chance that... I didn't think about the jealousy. I I didn't consider that at all, but it is a really good point. But then when you get down to like, Olivia has never mentioned the aunt before. There's no photo of the aunt in the GoFundMe. All of those things I'm like... Yeah, it is fishy. And I do believe Abigail. I'm just like, is there any chance at all that this could be true? That Olivia actually is going through this stuff. And potentially that's why Abigail feels a bit hesitant to talk to Alexa about it. Because I'm trying to put myself in Abigail's shoes and also Alexa's shoes. My sister and I have a very open relationship Mm -hmm. and she would tell me these things from the get-go. Like, what's up with your friend Olivia? And like, tell me that I should maybe stay away from Olivia. So the fact that they're not really communicating, maybe it's just their communication style. But also I'm like... No, but it says like at the top, they were really close. They would share everything. They've got really similar like interests and stuff. So from how Abigail has described it, it makes it seem as though they would have that like open line of communication. But also we have all known someone like this or had a friend who is in like quite a toxic relationship and they do shut down those lines of communication when 
the perpetrator <laughs> is like getting in their head or whatever or telling them things that aren't true or saying like, oh, your sister's not very nice to me. And then she'd be like, yeah, she has been a bit weird lately. Or mm. So you kind of wonder whether it's coming from one side of the other. But I do think that the university thing, so Olivia didn't graduate at the same time as everybody else and was kind of like falling behind or whatever and then lying about still going to uni but not. I actually do understand that. Not because I've done it, but like you would be really embarrassed if you'd started uni with a big group of friends Mm. and then hadn't done so hot or whatever and then either dropped out because you weren't happy and didn't know what you wanted to do. Like that one feels like it could be I think is like almost passable because you like feel sorry for her. Maybe I'm being sucked in. No, I agree with you. I've heard of many instances like this yeah. in real life. And also like speaking personally about my experience at uni, I remember feeling super inadequate compared yeah. to my other peers. I understand the feeling of yeah. comparing yourself and feeling like you need to keep up. And if you don't keep up, it's like yeah. a reflection of you. I'm interested in the way Alexa responded to that. And I think that was a completely kind and considerate thing to do like that she forgave her that she forgave olivia for lying but i think it's because she came clean yeah and because that lie isn't inconsequential like the restaurant thing you're kind of like that's odd behavior right like Mm. that's a weird thing to say but the uni thing you're like oh i see the rhyme and reason to like why you would do that so it's almost like okay yeah like the fact that olivia came clean it brought them closer like it was kind of a bonding moment for them like you you felt like you could open up about this do you think there's any such thing as a harmless lie between friends because for the university thing it was like olivia came clean and that was a separate thing what other harmless lies would you consider okay i think if it's not something that will ever or could ever impact the person who's being told the lie yeah so like in this situation olivia was like oh yeah i'm still going to uni but she wasn't but that didn't affect alexa at all Mm. so i feel like even though it's you'd be a bit heartbroken by that or you'd be like why didn't you trust me or like you know that you can tell me anything I don't think that that's, like, harmful to other people. Yes. But, like, lying about, like, oh, did you know that Annabelle said this about you or whatever? Like, that's harmful because you're creating a toxic environment for, like, more than one person. Yes. I also think that there is such thing as a harmless omission to protect a friend. Yes. Everybody has been the victim and also been the perpetrator of, like, bitching about a friend. Like, there's there's no person on earth that hasn't bitched about someone or been bitched about. And I think in that sense that if, like, I was chatting to you, Eilish, and I, we were, like, chatting, we were like, oh, my God, I loved Annabelle's blue top today. The yellow top didn't really love her. And then later, if you like, did Eilish say anything about the top? I'm like... <laughs> No, she said she loved the blue one. Did I say anything about my top? I don't know. I'm like, no, she said she loved the blue one. Yeah. Like, you're not going to do anything about it and it's not going to hurt your feelings to know that, like... You know what I mean? I I definitely do. Or even like if you overhear someone saying something, there are obviously circumstances when you should tell the person if it like, you know, but there are in certain contexts, circumstances where if you hear something shit that someone says about another person, it's just like unwarranted of me to go and be like, this person said that, deal with it, feel that kind of pain and then just move on. Yeah, because that's like nastier. Exactly. Yeah, the dead aren't though. Yeah, that I think is one of the reasons why Abigail isn't talking to Alexa about Mm. this all because it adds that like sense sensitive element to it where if abigail is wrong about it she looks like a dick oh my god yeah imagine being like you don't have it and she's like yes i do (laughs) and she like produces a death certificate or something you know like but it does all just have that like perfect timing thing like maybe olivia's feeling like alexa's kind of 
pulling away mm. and now she's like, oh, no, there's like a tragedy. It's a bit manipulative if she it's, is lying. It does seem that way to me. Let's assume she is lying because I think that is a safe assumption to make. Mm-hmm. I wonder what Abigail does next because, again, I can only draw from my own experiences. I think if my sister said something like this to me, like, I think your friend is lying about her auntie having died, I would be able to bounce back from that even if Amanda had pulled that out of nowhere. I honestly do think that my bond with my sister anyway is quite unbreakable. I don't think that much could tear that down. Mm -hmm. So I'm probably of the opinion that Abigail should say something to Alexa. I think though when you're feeling defensive about something, so say you're Alexa and it's your sister kind of going, hey, Annabelle, like, I don't know if I trust this friend of yours. And you go, her auntie just like, how dare you? I understand why you would respond that way because you're defensive of your friend. And also people are normally defensive when they are insecure about a situation as well. So there's no way that Alexa isn't thinking is something going on here i don't think like if you've got any amount of like social nous i think that you could probably sniff that out Mm. my sister and i are the same as you like i think that if she said that i'd probably be pissed off in the beginning and then i'd be like you're actually probably right like i think that abigail basically if the relationship she has with her sister is like what we're talking about i think she's got nothing to lose by being like hey i think something's going on Yeah, and if you phrase it in a way that's like, oh, clearly this is a tricky topic for me to broach. Mm. It's very sensitive. And I'm trying to protect you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lol, if I'm wrong, wrong, so sorry. Yeah. (laughs) 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 But yeah, I'm trying to protect you and this is all just comes down to the fact that I love you so much and I don't want someone to be taking advantage of you. Exactly, yeah. This is why I'm saying this. And like also, I've definitely had conversations with my sister in the past when if she has omitted something from me and I find out later that she has I'd be like you should have told me to begin with yeah and so I feel like that's often the rhythm that Mm. friends and sisters can get into it's like when you break up with someone everyone goes well we never liked him we Mm. thought he was a dick and you're like no one said anything to me and I get why people don't say it in the moment for the reasons that we've covered here like you know people are going to get defensive and all of that But I do think that Alexa could be receptive to this. I think the other complication of this story particularly is that she is harming lots of people. She's taken lots of people's money. Yes. Mm. There's like thousands of dollars that she's raised for this auntie, dead slash undead, don't know lol. (laughs) I feel like in that situation you do have a right to be like, hey, I think that you're not the only one being harmed now. There's like many people being like dragged into this. Yeah. What happens then if this is all a lie and Alexa doesn't believe Abigail? What happens? Like what happens to the money? This is just a really stupid question, but like what happens to the money? What would Abigail feel like she morally has to do from then on out? I don't know. It's tricky. It's really tricky. I mean, I guess if you're wrong, then you give a big donation (laughs) (laughs) and you go oh my god i'd love to help you raise money and awareness for xyz disease yeah which is unnamed here i don't know i really but it's like an actual gofundme page like it is so rude to people that have like legitimate causes on a gofundme as well people are shameless eh? i know and if this is a lie that is so messed up absolutely manipulative if this is true eilish what do you think abigail should do yeah I think that she should approach her sister with a very gentle, very open, 
hey. <laughs> Could be wrong, lol. Yeah. I've just been thinking about this and like present evidence mm. and yeah. just kind of really walk her through this series of quote unquote lies. Speaking of the series of lies, because we're presuming that these are all lies, I wanted to ask you two, which lie would be the lie that set off alarm bells for you? Would it be the restaurant lie? Or would you not be thinking suspicious thoughts until the auntie? As Abigail or as Alexa? As either. As either. If it was your friend, I suppose. Well, what I was trying to say before about the restaurant thing is that some people are just like snobby about restaurants. So at that point, if she was just talking about restaurants and there's no real way to prove whether someone has eaten it for like calling up the restaurants, asking for receipts, like, no. <laughs> yeah. I would just maybe think that they like their restaurants and they get around and like maybe they seem a bit into food. They're a foodie perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> so that wouldn't be it. It would maybe be, oh, that's really hard because the university thing, like you said, I felt a lot of sympathy for. Me too. Mm. Mine's the restaurant instantly. Because yeah. if I if I had an inkling that someone was lying about that, I'd be like, that's a red flag because it's not important. I don't think that the red flag needs to be like a bad lie. I think 100% that something more inconsequential mm-hmm. is more bad yeah. <laughs> it's more bad sorry i've forgotten <laughs> how to talk um purely because of like the innocence of like why would why how do you think you would spot someone lying about eating in a restaurant though do you think it's the tone in which they say it or like the inability to answer follow-up questions like what was your favorite dish do you think that that all made it seem like a lie because i'm trying to think whether i've ever thought people are lying about stuff like that and they never really have i feel like there was nothing really else to base that off all abigail has said here is that she's never really believed anything that she said i feel like every story was very exaggerated or embellished or to be honest a downright lie you know when you're talking to somebody Mm. and everything is just like too perfect everything just adds up as in like you're like that just didn't happen like no one has an experience like that i think that that would really piss me off because i'd be like it's just not like also the power of the gut sometimes your gut's just saying something off exactly and actually you're right i know i've just done a 180 but i've definitely (laughs) talked to people before and accidentally caught them in a lie yeah like ask them a question and then be like hang on that didn't really add up with what you just said yeah and then i usually i guess let it go but keep that in mind for further lies in yeah i think that it's just like you kind of like make a mental note about that and go like oh yeah flag for future but I feel like if you already had an inkling that someone was just off for you you just didn't trust them then the restaurant would piss me off and then the university I'd be like oh I kind of feel sympathetic towards you but again I'm not going to call up the university and like ask for your transcript and like see what happened yeah but then with the aunt I think because so many people are being dragged in then I'd be like we need to talk about this yes and even the university thing while I feel sympathy for Olivia situation I would add that to the list of things she's lied about yeah like, exactly even though it's a common thing for people to lie about their education it does add up that, it adds up mm. you know what Abigail you've got evidence yeah <laughs> broach this convo as you said Eilish do it gently yeah but I think that you definitely do have to say something yeah yeah but if you do and then the aunt is dead oh that's a big donation <laughs> sell everything that you have and donate it <laughs> Guys, that is all we have time for today on Everybody Has a Secret. 
Tony, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Everybody Has a Secret is produced by Eilish Gilligan. Thanks for your work, Eilish. Thanks, Annabelle. <laughs> Executive produced by Michelle Andrews and Zara McDonald. And audio produced by me, your host, Annabelle Lee. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> to those at home listening, thank you so much for supporting the show. If you have a secret you're itching to spill, feel free to email your secret to us at hotline at shamelessmediaco.com. Everything we read will, of course, be kept completely anonymous. As for socials, you can find us on Instagram at Everybody Has a Secret Pod and on TikTok at Everybody Has a Secret. See you next Friday. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm like looking at you like you could say something. Okay. <laughs> Should we go and get a fill to fill? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>